Hey everybody, can you hear me okay? I think we're live. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hey, if you're in, if you're in, I want you to tell me where you're from. All right, because I can see in the chat. All right, I just tell me where you're from. Hey everybody, we're gonna give everybody about mm, three, five minutes to kind of get settled here. So we're just gonna take a second to say hello. Welcome to my house. <laughs> uh, kids are in school right now, so that means it's quiet. How nice is that? I'm not in my car. This is what it looks like. It's kind of different though. I mean, in my car, I have my phone and I'm just talking to myself in my car and it's kind of the same thing, except now I'm looking at this camera and just hoping that you're on the other side of this. So I see San Diego, Kathy's in San Diego, Robin's in. Virginia. Nelly is in Portland. Very cool. Hey, everybody. Deborah is in Los Angeles. So I'm able to see like the chat right here next to the side. Somebody's in Austin. I saw somebody in Austin. I missed it. The, the, the messages go so quickly. Craig, he's over in Capel. What's up? Hey, everybody. I'm so glad that y'all are here. I cannot tell how many people are actually in this right now. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna give about one more minute or so for everybody to get in. But it's it's really awesome to see you like this. I am so thankful that you're here. Just no, to those that are watching and listening right now, I'm very thankful for you. For those that are uh, gonna be watching this later, hey, good to see you. I missed you. Um, but I'm going to be glad you're going to be watching this anyway. I think we've had, we, I think we're at 46,000 signups for the event. Most people can't watch it live and that's okay. I had to do it in the lunch hour because after this, I'm going back to work and then picking up the kids. So that's what we, that's what we got. Julie's in Palm Desert. How are we looking? How's it look? How, how do I look? Are you okay? Can you hear me fine? Do I look all right? I, I trust y'all to tell me. Perfect. Um, would you do me a favor before we begin? Would you do me a favor? Uh, and for those that are watching this live afterwards, if you would, I know this is going live on YouTube right now. In the bottom left-hand corner should be a subscribe button. Would you do that for me? Would you just subscribe? Just click on it real quick. That'd be really cool. I appreciate that. Uh, thanks, Diane. Diane says I look great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, we got the, we got this. I think we got it all set up. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, wherever you are, wherever you're sitting, just I want you to join me in this right now because I, I need this more than probably anyone right now. We're gonna take a big breath, all right? We're gonna do it again, into your nose, about five seconds. And if, I want you to feel as if somebody's pulling a string on your on your, your tummy real quick. And take one more, out through your mouth quietly. And then I'm just gonna drop my shoulders and relax um, and do that to the best that I can. All right. We're gonna be talking about boundaries. I have some slides for you. You wanna see them? 
Look at those. Can you see them? <laughs> uh, the boundary blueprint, setting boundaries uh, with people you don't like. And here's the secret. You also need to know how to set boundaries with people you do like, because sometimes that's just important. And in fact, the most important person of all you need to set boundaries with most often is yourself. Too many times we say things that we're going to do and we don't do them. So we're going to talk about that too. So setting boundaries for really anybody, people you don't like, people you do like, and even boundaries for yourself. This, I want to provide you a quick little overview. This was already in the um, earlier email, but number one is we're going to talk about how to create boundaries. Like, what, is that, what does that mean? What does that really mean to create a boundary? Boundary seems to kind of be a, a hype word, so to speak. So I want to make sure I demystify that a little bit. Uh, number two is how to set that boundary. In other words, how do I communicate assertively to put that boundary out? And number three, how do I maintain that boundary? How do I enforce it? How do I convey that in a way that it stays? How do we create consistency in it? So I'm, I love all these topics. This is something I feel very passionately about. And I hope that through this masterclass, we're going to be discussing, you come away with a better clarity of what boundaries are, what they mean to you, what your boundaries are, and how to enforce those and preserve those with people around you. Awesome. Number one, I'm going to put this slide like this real quick. How to create boundaries, what it means to assert a boundary and how to protect your personal values. I'm going to pull it away so that you can see me real quick. So too many times we find that you, you hear a boundary. So a boundary is almost an overused word, so to speak. So I, I need to set up a boundary. I need to set a boundary. Well, you can also set too many boundaries. When you do, you, you can't move anywhere. Why? Because you're covered by walls. You've, you've enclosed yourself in a closet that you, you're not able to reach out to anybody. So how do you do that in a healthy way? A boundary is not a line. You've heard that before, an argument. You've crossed the line. Your comment just crossed the line, buddy, buckaroo. You've, you've crossed that with me. Well, a line can be stepped over. A line is weak. A line you can step around if it's not long enough. A boundary is not a line. It is a perimeter. All right, so think back to math. Let's go back to, to junior high, seventh, eighth grade math and think a square or a rectangle or a circle, whatever it is, a perimeter has no opening and closing. It is fully encapsulated. Yeah, there's, there's not a, a part where you can enter and exit. It is fully enclosed. That is a perimeter. Uh, remember how you can like uh, calculate the perimeter and know the area. Same, same concept. What you're looking for is a, a a way to communicate to say, I am fully encapsulated by my boundary. There's no exceptions. There's no hole, holes in this fence. And that goes into a, a way that I like to describe a boundary. And that's by this relating it to this. If you're driving by on the road anywhere and you see a fence around somebody's house, that tells you that somebody owns that, that house. It's somebody's property. Even more so, let's say it's just a raw piece of land. Let's say you're driving around and you see a field somewhere. How do you know who owns that or that somebody owns it? It typically has a fence around it. There's a gate of some sort. That communicates to you that that is somebody else's property. That is somebody else's value to them. This is what they value. So a boundary is the fence. 
right? So we're going to put up, we're not putting fences up in a way, but we, we kind of are in the fact that we are letting people know that we have a boundary between what we value and what we put out. So that goes into what's the idea of the difference between a boundary and a value. I want you to think for a second on when you communicate with others, how do they know what you value? Really, I mean that. When you talk to somebody, when you meet them at a, a party or a networking event, or you talk to somebody in the office, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's somebody even in your family, how do they know what's important to you? Think about it. How do they know what's important to you? Is it how you treat people? Is it how you communicate with people? A boundary is defined by what you do and what you say, your actions. So a value is a promise that you keep to yourself. So if you have a way to write this down, this is what I want you to write down. A value is a promise that I make to myself. It is a deeply held belief, something that is intrinsically resonates with me. A value is a promise that I, I keep to myself. A value can be respect. For me, my value is kindness. Maybe yours can be my mental health, or maybe it's your physical health, or it's your integrity. Things that you want to make sure that you encapsulate to protect. Whereas a boundary are the things that are put in place to keep people out. Boundary, uh, values to keep people in, like what do I have inside? Boundaries, what I have people out. So if you have a piece of paper, um, this is what I, I want you to do. I want you to write down a time um, that you felt like you were in an argument with somebody and they did not respect a boundary of yours. Maybe you don't know what that is, but it was a bad argument that you didn't. It just didn't feel good. I want you to think back in your mind to that and write down the word that you felt. Like write down that feeling. So remember this argument and write down the word of how you felt in that moment. Maybe it was disrespected. Maybe it was ashamed. Maybe it was upset. And if you feel comfortable, I want you to write that word in the chat. All right. And you're going to see that there are a lot of other people who have felt just like you. And there's, there's, and same for me, the plenty of times I've been in arguments and somebody has crossed the line with me and it made me feel a certain way. So I want you to put that in the comment. I see that like stepped on. I love that one violated, bullied, betrayed. Yeah. Now these are feelings that do not belong inside your boundary. Yeah. A value is what you keep inside of the square. Boundary protects you from the stuff on the outside. So we protect the things that we, that we hold dear, which are our values. So we we've you've written down the word, I put it in the chat of how that boundary crossing made you feel. Let's twist it. How do you wish that you felt? So find the word that you, in that moment, you wish you had felt. Maybe it was respect. I wish I had been given patience. I wish I had been given grace. I'd been more understood. So take time. We're in a rush. Understand how do you wish 
it would have gone. In a perfect world, a 10 out of 10, how would it have helped you? How would that affected you in that way? Yeah. Included, valued, understood, loved. Those are beautiful. Now, I want you to understand that we have two things now. A value is a promise you make to yourself. That's what you keep in. A boundary helps you keep things out. Just like a fence around somebody's property. It protects you from me going in. Say, no, I, if I cross into their property, into what they value, I am trespassing, which we will talk about later on assertive communication about that. So we have two things. One, we understand we've written down how it made you feel when somebody crossed that boundary. We've also talked about how you wish that boundary would have been. I now want you to write down and really think about, because even if you don't have the time or it's hitting your mind right now, what do you value? Write down what you value. Now this is, it's not like a test. There's no right or wrong answer. You can value lots of things, but it is something that you want people to know. And I'm gonna relate that to business for a second. So think of a company. Yeah, so companies often have company values or taglines. You've seen that um, with Nike or Patagonia or Apple. They all have these little taglines at the end that represent their core values. You have core values that you put out that you may not even know about. So I want to take a second for you to understand what do I value? What really is something that means a lot to me? And it's just going to bubble up to the top. All right. And think of this in a way of these are your core values. These are what we're going to share with the world as if you're a business, a personal brand of how they know what's important to me. Yeah. So this is why I, I want you to write down on a piece of paper that value. Right. I wrote mine down. This is family. I know I need to flip my camera, but just forgive me. Okay. I wrote down mine. So my value is my family. I will do what I need to do to protect my family. Maybe for you, it's your mental health. Maybe it's integrity. Whatever it is, what is your value? You got it? If you know what your value is and you feel comfortable, I want you to put it in the chat because I want this to be as interactive as it needs to be. I want you to feel encouraged that you're seeing other people put their value into the chat. If you don't know what your values are, maybe you just have a feeling of, well, this is who I am. They need to be written and they need to be set in stone for you. The more concrete and definitive you have your values, the easier it's all going to be when we talk about boundaries. So this is doing the early work talking about values. You can't talk about boundaries without having some deep work on your values. Yeah, this is wonderful. I see peace protecting my emotions. I see God, I see compassion, myself caring, my growth. These are all these are wonderful things. Now, if you've written it down, that's what I want you to do. Get your pen and I want you to put a box around it. Like this, put a box around it. I'm going to make this easier. So I put box around family. Okay. Now on each side of the box, this is what I want you to consider writing and make them full. They don't have to be full sentences, but full thoughts. And the first word is going to be no. 
on each corner, I want gonna write you, I want you to write the word no. Just like this. All right. And I want you to have these thoughts. Again, this is just an exercise. You're not turning this in to be graded. All right. So just go easy on yourself. What do you say no to outside of each and every one of these? I want you thinking about that as we're about to go forward. So I'm going to, I'm going to relate that to uh, the next exercise. So we talked about what's the difference between values and boundaries. So if you think of a square, values are what you keep in. Boundaries is the perimeter that keeps things out. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I did want to mention as like an example, maybe to relate this is in, in my world, I told you that you have, everybody should have values, like a corporate core value, just like a company. And I was going to, I know I'm going like off script here, but I, I was hoping if I could, could I share mine with you? Like my personal like company, my personal brand values that I really encourage each one of you to make. Is that, is that cool? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So I'm going to find mine on my phone here. Now, these are my um, value statements that I've made for me, and I encourage you to do this uh, for yourself. This is mine. Where there is room for kindness, I will use it. I have these written on my phone, and I look at them all the time, especially when I need help. Like mentally, I'm in a bad state of mind. I'm in a, uh, you know, I'm having a rough day. There's somebody that they've done something, and man, it's really just... It's put me in a funk. Uh, when that's happened, I go back to my values. Where there's room for kindness, I will use it. Number two is tell them who I am without saying my name. In other words, my actions, my choices, my words, tell people who I am without them ever having to know that my name is Jefferson. Tell them who I am without saying my name. And number three, if I can't be a bridge, be a lighthouse. I'm, these, are, these are in my phone. I've written these down. These are ones that I, these three statements I look at every week. If I can't be a bridge, be a lighthouse. Meaning if I can't connect to this other person, if there's some kind of division and it's just not going to work, I'm going to be a lighthouse no matter what. I'm going to be something that I, I'm going to put out light into the world regardless. If I, if there's an opportunity for kindness, I will choose it. If I can't be a bridge, be a lighthouse. I'm going to tell them who I am without using my name. These are value statements that I encourage each and every one of you to do. You don't have to have three. You don't have to have two. You, you can just have one. What is something that if, if you had to put your name up on a billboard, what is the tagline that you want people to know about you? Like who you, who you truly are, what's your purpose on this earth for? Because the values that you follow make decisions about your boundaries much easier. All right. So when you have to go into a difficult situation, let's put it in terms of, of mine. I'll use mine as an example. If I'm going into a difficult conversation and somebody has upset me, my values make the decision for me. 
I don't have to worry about what am I going to say? What am I going to do? How am I going to get back at them? My values determine exactly what I'm going to do. Where there's an opportunity for kindness, I will take it. That's what I do. I don't need to wonder about what's the worst thing I can say to this person to make them hurt. If where there's an opportunity for kindness, I will take it, period. That's the end of the question. I don't have to consider anything else. You follow me? So what I want you to understand is your values, once you have a, a deep understanding of what's important to you, it sets a firm foundation for your boundaries and how we enforce those. They're very related and also very important. So I just, I really, and I hope you don't mind me sharing that little personal tidbit, but I, I really believe that that's going to, I hope that it's going to resonate with you in a way that will make you feel like you have a better you know, clarity around who you are and what your place is here in, in the world. All right. So now that we know a difference between what a value is, and what a boundary is, uh, I'm now going to go into how do we assert those boundaries? So how, how do we push those boundaries out there? How do people know that I have one? All right. So just like we had this exercise a minute ago, I had the box around the family. I said, no, 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 no. You're going to come up with a sentence in your head or a concept or an idea in your head for each of these no's. I'll go first. I value my family. I say no to social media when it is not conducive to family time. I say no to working on my book when I need to devote that time to going to a kid's um, Christmas play or, or something important for my children. I say no to that networking event that is going into 8 p.m. That's going to make me miss my kid's um, bedtime routine, right? I, I say no to going to places or accepting work where I cannot bring family. You know what I mean? So you are creating a foundational basis. And I, I, I like using a square because it's it's um, a solid base for us to say, what, what am I saying no to every single time? It's easy when you've done the work ahead of time. A lot of people say, Jefferson, how, how are you? How did you come up with this? How do you come up with this? You don't, you don't understand the work that I've done in my own life to prepare for this. The reason it looks easy is because you've put all the hard work ahead of time. It makes those decisions that much easier. When I know what I value and what I say, this is what I want the end of my life to be. What's going to be on my tombstone? What kind of legacy have I left? It, it, you, you bring that all back to why am I here on this earth? That makes it much easier and hits home a lot harder to say, I, no, no, no. I, I don't need to go to that event today. That's not good for my mental health. I don't need to go to this family reunion. I love y'all, but I'm, that's not a good place for me right now. You get what I mean? So having these no statements where you just categori categorically already know that this is a, it's a no-go. This is a, it's a bad box for me. I'm not going to go there. It's outside of the fence. So you want to keep, keep that in mind when you say, how, how do I relate to these no's? How do I assertively say no? The answer is you have to be already ready to what's a green light and a red light. So what's, what's the art of saying no? The art is knowing what you say yes and no to 
long before you get the question. I'll say that again. The art of saying no is knowing what you say yes and no to long before the choice comes. So you're not ever stuck into a crossroads of going, ah, I don't really know, what should I do here? If you put in the work, you already know what's, what path you're going to choose. And typically your gut already tells you most of the time. Um, when you talk about being a bouncer to your own self-esteem, that hits on the, the, the point of no is a complete sentence. I don't, I don't have to say anything more than no. In fact, I don't have to say anything that I don't want to say. We get caught in this idea that I have to say, uh, I'm sorry, I, you know, <laughs> I'd love to. I really would, but I, I can't uh, because, and you go into this thing. We're going to scratch all that. You just clear all that out. Let's start a new, new clean sheet of paper. The only word you need to put down is no. No, that's not for me. One way to relate it to other people, I've made a promise to myself. People can't really argue when you make promises to yourself, i.e. values, what we just talked about. You know what? I, I, I can't go tonight. I made a promise to myself that I was going to do X, Y, and Z. I made a promise to myself that I'm not going to do this. I've made a, a promise to myself that I'm not going to hang around the people who make me feel bad about myself. Promises that you make to yourself. All you need to say, so we know that all saying no is, I was doing the work ahead of time, being able to guide it and say, you know what, I'm not in the, I'm not in the business of having to justify myself. I'm not, that's not, that's not my business. One thing that I want you to walk away from with this, that I would be crushed if this didn't hit home for you, is that when it comes to your confidence and how you feel assertively, you need to be okay with disappointing people. That's a hard one, right? We don't like to disappoint people. That's why boundaries are hard. We might put up a fence, but we typically will try to see how we can cut a hole in it. How do we dig underneath it? You know, maybe just this once, I'm going to open the gate and experience that for a little bit. Maybe just this one time, but then afterwards, I'm going to close the gate. It doesn't work like that. You need to get comfortable with disappointing people. And once you do, you're going to find that it's okay. People are far less upset than you think they are. People care far less than you think they do. You are the one carrying that weight much more than they are. A good guide for that is if they told you no, would you be upset? And if you weren't, then the answer is there for you. But asserting your boundaries is getting comfortable with the feeling of disappointing people. They say, no, I can't go tonight. Yeah, I know. I know. I know you're disappointed. I know. It relates to me when I talk to my, my kids. So if I, like my, my daughter, I have a son and a daughter, five. Uh, he's about to be six, but he's, my son is five. My daughter just turned four. I can't believe how quickly they're growing. Uh, but if they're wanting something from me and the answer is no, and they're going to complain, oh, no, no. It's like you kind of have this sense of, I know. I know it's a bummer. I, I know. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. I know. But you still keep it right there. Yeah, I know. That's terrible. But this is this is what it is. It's that same exact mentality. When you have a um, an ability to get comfortable with disappointing people, it actually empowers yourself and it makes them respect you more. That's the secret. 
when you set strong boundaries, when you assert them, it makes people respect you more because they know they can't walk over you. You won't be stepped on. You won't be um, pushed in any sort of way. Your base is set. Your boundaries have limits and are defined. Oh, I, this this kind of stuff just gets me gets me pumped up. Um, but yeah, when when it comes to how you communicate those, if think of it a, a way of think of explaining instructions in a card game, like you're passing out cards. You're going, okay, this is the rules of the game. This is how this is going to happen. Uh, this is how you're going to communicate with me. It's the same exact concept. You need to provide them a set of instructions or at least let them know this is how to interact with me. I don't play games. I don't do this. I don't. And you use the word I. All right. So what I like to do is if I feel like my boundaries are getting pushed back in some sort of way. I let somebody know that they're getting close. So often, sometimes, if somebody's already crossed that boundary, we can we'll talk about that in the next in the next segment. But you need to be able to let somebody know that they've gotten close. And what I tell them is, you're getting. I, I use that word. I use that phrase. You're you're getting close to my to my boundary here. You're getting you're getting too close. I'll use that phrase. You're getting too close. The understanding of this is not. You're not, you're going somewhere that I'm not going to go. Another phrase is I'm not going there. I like to use that phrase. I'm not going there. Maybe you will, but I'm not, I'm going to stay right here. I know where my value is. It's protected by my boundary and that's where I'm going to stay. Your boundary is actions and choices that people can see. Back to the original question that I asked you a minute ago is how do people know what matters to you? How do people know what you value? They know by what they see and what they hear. They see you not going to that event. They see you not around the people who uh, you don't need to be around. They hear you speaking up and saying, you know what? I don't agree with this. If you think back in history, like I'll go on a tangent here. If you think back in history and at every point in time, somebody spoke up and said, this is not okay. This isn't okay. They stood up for their boundary and stood right there. Or, you know, some of them just sat down and didn't get up and said, no, I'm going to sit right here. It's that concept of I know exactly where I am, who I am, because it's based on my, my values and, and what's important to me. So it's kind of like setting out a, a written set of instructions for what does that mean? When you talk assertively, right, you don't want to begin with language that's I think, I feel, I may be, I'm not really sure about this. You do not begin with an apology. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, no, no, I, I can't allow that. I won't allow that. I, I would, no. If you begin with the phrase, I'm sorry, but I, when it comes to asserting a boundary, no. That, that automatically weakens it. Or if you say, I, uh, I can't, I really can't. It doesn't sound like, it sounds like you just are avoiding the issue altogether. Rather than taking an assertive tone and saying, no, that's that's not going to work for me, period, leaving it that. Which one sounds more assertive to you? Ah, you know, I wish I wish I could, but I mean, you know, maybe, but nah, not right now. Versus, no, that's not going to work for me. Nah, I'm not going there today. It's a whole separate feeling that you put 
on. You're putting on a different type of uh, expression that says, I know exactly who I am and I'm very comfortable in it. Um, when I made sure I put this slide here. Yeah, we just talked about all of those. You are in complete control of your boundary. I like that point because there's nobody else who can tell you what it is. And there's nobody else in your life who can tell them what they should be. You get to decide all of that. You don't have to say anything that you don't want to say, even with a big pause, even with a exit to communication. You don't have to be pushed by anybody. Nobody has your permission to make you feel a certain way unless you give them that permission. Works the same way. Number three, we'll talk about how to enforce those boundaries. So how, this is the nitty gritty of how do I push that out into the world? Um, and I want to start by a formula, so to speak, and a three-step formula. Whenever somebody has come up against your boundary, you're on the phone with somebody. This happened to me not too long ago. Um, I have an opposing attorney on the other side, and he makes a snippy comment to me. doesn't happen too often. Every once in a while, it does. I begin with the word I. I will not be spoken to that way. Remember the nose? It's part of my nose. I will not be spoken to that way. I, I could have said, I do not accept those comments. I do not allow anyone to talk to me that way. I'm saying, this is where the line is. I do not accept that. I'm just laying out the square. I do not allow that. Then you have to add a consequence or a condition. If you continue to talk to me that way, or if this is how this conversation is going to continue, this is how this is going to happen. You're laying in a condition. If you don't do this, if you don't change, if, you, uh, if we keep exactly how this is, the outcome, I'm going to X. I'm going to leave the room. I'm going to walk away. You begin with I'm going to. That's literally telling them your actions. I'm going to hang up the phone. I'm going to leave the room. And the biggest point is you have to be willing to go there. You got, you got to be able to do it. You have to commit. You can't say that you're, you're going to and then stay in. Right? How many times have you been in an argument and maybe it's with your spouse, maybe it's with a friend, and somebody gets really upset and they're like, I'm out of here. And they start to storm off and they don't leave the room. They just keep arguing. Or if they say, uh, you know, e even if I were to say, look, I I'm not going to be talked to that way. If you keep talking to me that way, I'm out and I don't leave. What does it suggest? What does it say? says, that's really not my boundary. That's really just fake. I'm just all, I'm all bark and no bite. I'm not really about that. So if you say you're going to do something, you have to be willing to commit to it because that establishes consistency. That establishes confidence because the next time you're going to interact with somebody, that same person, they will know, hey, I already know where that boundary is. I've had this conversation before. They let me know exactly where the, the fence is. I'm not going to cross that. So three parts. I will not be an insert your boundary. I insert boundary. Number two, if, if this continues to happen, if you continue to trespass on my boundary, if you continue to cross into my square, into my fence, into my value, then 
I will consequence. Then this, then this conversation is over. Then this is the end of it. Then this is um, the end of our friendship, if that needs to be. I mean, it's that's going to be okay. Um, so we have three parts right there. That's how you assertively put out those boundaries to make sure that you say, I'm going to. I forgot that one. The third part is I'm going to. You tell them this is what I'm going to do, and you follow up and follow through with it. I love talking about boundaries um, because they're so important really to what your your health is and how you feel and how you talk to people. It, it, boundaries can apply really to every different situation that you have, no, no matter what. I want to go through one other exercise um, with you on it. And so I want you to talk about, uh, write down, you can write it in the chat. What do you struggle? Like what is a boundary that you struggle with? For example, uh, let's say it's saying no. So what do you have a hard time saying no to? That's the question. What do you have a hard time saying no to? Let's see some. I like these. What do you have a hard time saying no to? That's the question. What do you have a hard time saying no to? How do you like this, by the way? This is crazy. Like I'm talking to you through my webcam in my house. Wild. All right. We've already talked about assertive responses, I statements, adding consequences. Awesome. So I'm going to pull this aside so you can see me. What do you have trouble saying no to? I'll say mine. I have trouble saying no when people need help on something, even if it is way, way out of the way for me. And even if they don't really deserve it, you know what I mean? Like you're the people who are takers in, in some way. Yeah, we all have people in our life that are takers that they just take, 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 and they don't give anything to you. And the best response is you eventually need to you know, fade that person out from your life, but that's hard. So I, that's my, that's mine. I have a hard time saying yes to, to or hard time saying no to that. Once you know what that is, what you have a hard time saying no to, I want you then to break it up into three different categories, just like we talked about. All right. So I want you to imagine I, and then make a blank space. This is my boundary. I will not be spoken to that way. I will not be doing X, Y, and Z. This is my boundary. Number two is if you continue to X, what they're doing is trespassing on your boundary. They are entering into your value without their permission. The last being, if, you, if you're going to continue that, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to. That's a three-part easy way to be able to push out your boundaries in a way that is assertive. It is a way that is also respectful. So that's the most important way that you do it. You can't do it in a you can't say it in a way that sounds like you're you're wanting to ask for their forgiveness about it. Again, you need to be okay with disappointing people. That's it's kind of part of the game. Uh it's too big. Here we go. Forcing boundaries, how do you deal with emotional manipulation and pushback? The hardest part of that <clears throat> is when it comes to somebody who's manipulating your emotions or trying to really get under your skin, you can't move. You need to be okay with the extreme. 
That is, if this person is no longer in your life, if they are unwilling to match your boundary, trust me, there are other people in this world who will. When you lay out that if you continue to talk to me this way, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to walk away. I'm going to hang up the phone. And if this is a person who continually, continually tries to break into your boundary, there are other people out there who will respect it. That's just a hard conversation that only you can have with yourself. Again, it goes to the weight of your value. How, how valuable is your mental health to you? And toxic relationships are hard. They're really hard. They're contextual. They're very fact specific. But only you can decide if, man, if this is if this is what my life is, I have to go back to what's important to me. And when you when you do that, when you reflect inward of what your value is, it's going to empower you in a way that makes you feel 10 times stronger. When you release that weight of what you've been carrying, you're going to feel, feel um, 10 times lighter. So the biggest thing is not to move. They're going to try and get you to push that boundary off of your value. They're going to try to find a hole in the fence. They're going to try to find exceptions. Consistency means there are no exceptions. I'm going to be kind to everybody, no matter what that's for me, that's no exception, no matter what. Um, so when we talk about how do you avoid like compromising boundaries in a way that you want to make sure that you're not, um, getting wishy-washy with that it's your language so instead of i can't it's i don't or i won't that language is much stronger you want to say uh well maybe but maybe maybe not this time as if they're giving them hope of a next time you don't want to do that this is this is a firm line there is there is no there is no maybe whenever they um ask a question for example, you need to say no to something and they say, why? You just repeat what you said. Nah, it's just a no. It's a no for me. You just repeat exactly what you originally said and they'll get the picture. Or you don't have to say anything at all. That's that's okay. It really is. The people that love you for you are going to be there no matter what. So keep 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 that in mind that if they continue to break into it, they're not respecting you and not protecting your value in a way that... It really matters. Um, that talks about the importance of consistency. I think that is the biggest part of it is making sure that you are staying consistent in your boundary, making sure that you're not um, getting weak when you need to be. And you have a consistent message every time that you, you step up to the plate. I want to make sure that I hit all of my notes. I'm not afraid to admit like I have, a, I have my, uh, some notes right here to the side. It's so weird to talk to myself, but I'm so glad you're here. Perfect. Yes. All right. So this is this is what I want you to do. This is the last like, like exercise. I'm going to do some Q&A real quick. Um, is to, I want you to be able to think in your mind specifically, go back to the time where you felt ashamed or overwhelmed or the person who disrespected the very first word that you wrote in the chat. Pull that very last word, the very first word that you, you put in. Go ahead and, and I want you to highlight that word. What are you going to say to make sure you don't feel that way again? Like really, what are you going to say? This is the hard stuff, y'all. If you don't know what you're going to say right now, 
you won't know what you're going to say when the moment comes. If you don't know what you're going to say right now, you're not going to know any better. Words aren't going to come to you better than they are right now of how are you going to say no to how they're treating you in order to protect your value. So that, that might look like be like if I, if my work hours are ignored again, I, I'm, I'm going to need to drop you as a client. I've had to drop clients before. You have to, why? Because they didn't match my personal values. They didn't match the values of what I'm about. I've had it before where some people want to hire me and turns out they're doing it for the wrong reasons. They're not, they're not really, uh, they're just wanting money. That's not what I'm about. And if that conversation needs to happen, I'm willing to go all the way to the extreme and make sure that that relationship doesn't exist. It just understand not everybody can go where you're going. I just, I'm going to go off for a bit. They, not everybody can go where you're going. Right? There is, there is a reason why there are multiple chapters in a book. There's a reason why when, when a rocket takes off, there are things that fall off of it. You, not everybody can go where you are meant to go. They, they played a small part, but they taught you a lesson, either for good or for bad. And boundaries are absolutely okay to set because they always make sure that you are going up in the straight line. Perfect. All right. I want to make sure uh, I feel I feel great about this. So we talked about how what boundaries are difference between a value and a boundary. We did that by talking about the square values, what you have in a boundary keeps the line uh, Excuse me. A value is what you keep in. A boundary is the perimeter that keeps all the negative out. And we talked about how to assertively make those statements. And we talked about uh, understanding what you say no to how to say no. The art of saying no is knowing uh, the yes or no before beforehand and how to assert those statements by saying I with your boundary. And if you can't or if you don't, then I'm going to and sticking by that. That's really the blueprint. I want to make sure I take a, um, I had them make sure that I um, sent me some questions to my phone. If you only say no, how is it? Oh, so I had two questions from Tommy and Ann. Um, asked a similar question. If you only say no, how is that kind? Well, that's contextual, right? So if I only say no to things, I'm not saying that you should say no to every single thing. Again, if I put up so many, if you get too good at asserting boundaries, like you just, you're going to be stuck in a closet. You're going to have a very small space to work within. Asserting boundaries is not about um, trying to push everybody away. It's just making sure that you protect yourself, making sure that you know what you stand for, know what you value. How do people know what's important to you? That's all that it is. So I make sure that you're not saying no to everything. I just say no to things that prevent kindness, prevent me from sharing that in a way. And boundaries to me are kind. It's me saying, hey, if you want to have this relationship, if you want to continue this interaction, these are the rules. These, them's the breaks, as my grandfather would say. Them's the breaks. This is, this is what it is. And if they want to be part of that, then they will. And if they don't want to be part of that, it's okay if they don't. But 
it's much better that you know ahead of time. Yeah. Pam, hey Pam, asks, what if another person's boundary interferes with your value? That's a great question. So what if somebody's boundary interferes with your value? In other words, what if they're like overlapping, so to speak? Well, then you have to know where that line is. That's a conversation that you're going to have to have with that person. What if somebody said, look, I only communicate loud. I only yell. And your boundary is I don't allow people to yell at me and raise their voice. Well, then you need to know that a conversation is not going to happen. It's just as reasonable to know if an interaction can happen than if it can't. It's same valuable information to you. But I would encourage you just to have an open conversation with this person saying, look, this is important to me. You use I need. So use I statements. I statements are incredibly helpful because once you start with you, like you talk too loud, you do this, people automatically get defensive and it's that's not going to go anywhere that you want it to. So when you just have a conversation with somebody, say, look, I need to be able to have a conversation with you where you're not yelling at me. Is that something we can do? You have to follow up with the question. Is that, is that reasonable? Is that something that you can do? That's something you can provide. You try to work it out as, as, as best you can, but it's not like a built in stone. I can never try to be friends with you because we might have a little bit of a different view. I'd be more flexible than that. As long as you're preserving your value, your core value, then that's that's what you need to stay true to. I mean, and that all goes back to what your just gut feeling is of how you interact with these people. Like I always ask, how do I feel after a conversation with somebody? If you once you talk to somebody, you feel better about it or you feel worse? If they make you feel worse, then that's somebody you probably don't need. Oh, uh, Cynthia even asked, this is a great question. How flexible should your boundaries be? Um, flexible enough not to break. I think that there are plenty of times when there are people in your life that you can't really get away from them. Like you, it's, yeah, maybe you're married to somebody. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's a child. You're, maybe it's a kid, adult, adult kid. Say, look, I, I have to, they're going to be in my life. It's not practical for me to let them out. I can't, I can't just cut them out. I can't say I'm going to walk away and end this relationship. That's true. And that's hard. And I'm sorry for that. The best I can say is when it comes to flexibility, you just have to have a gut of how intrusive are they into your self-esteem and your self-confidence and your value. In other words, if they're coming in and never respecting you, then, you, then you're going to have to at least consider the possibility of ending that. If it's not an option for you, then you have no choice but to be flexible. I'm all about difficult conversations. And if you have conversations with people openly and you frame it, in other words, you start in that conversation how you want it to end. For example, let's say I'm having a conversation with a cousin. I don't know. And this cousin is always um, interrupting or always uh, giving me a hard time in, in a discussion. If I'm going to say, look, I need to have a conversation with you. Can we set time X day, X time to have a conversation? And here we are. We're going to talk. I would say, look, before we start, I know that you and I love each other and we're going to be family. And I, I want to preserve and, and continue this 
our relationship. And I, what I need you to know is that this is very important to me. So you kind of frame it as a, Hey, we're still going to love each other. We're still going to have that relationship, but I need, I need you to know that I'm having trouble with a boundary that I have and the way your behavior is impacting it. I value X. That's what's important to me. And when you do X, Y, and Z, that approaches or trespasses upon my boundary. And it's very important to me. Again, you just need to continue to be consistent with the importance of that value and say, if you, if this is not workable for you, tell me now. And then just go quiet. If this is a no-go for you, tell me now. That is, it's always a very good, bring it up to the surface using the phrase, tell me now. If this isn't going to work, tell me now. If you have other feelings, tell me now. So when you use that phrase, it, it should be able to bubble things up in the surface, see if you can be workable. So I, I, here's the takeaway. There has to be a little bit of flexibility considering just life. There's just life. Is it, I can have a different boundary with somebody who randomly bumps into me at a coffee shop as, and is a jerk versus somebody who I have committed my life to. Yeah, I mean, the, the, if there's going to be flexibility in that spectrum, then there's obviously a, a different flexibility in, in the boundary, but you still have to have it. The question is, am I preserving my value? Am I staying true to my, my core value statements that I've set out? That's what I would encourage. Uh, this has been awesome. I know probably everybody's either at lunch or doing something else. I'm going to give you five minutes of your time back. Thank you so much for being a part of this. This has been um this has been awesome. If you have questions or other like things that I couldn't get in the Q&A, all right, email me. Just email me. Uh, same email that we've been uh, sent you this link. Uh, as soon as this is wrapped up, I'm going to be sending it out to you. If you haven't, please subscribe to this YouTube channel, like right here. That would mean the, if I got if you got any value out of what I just said uh, in the last 45 minutes, 50 minutes please consider subscribing. I'm going to try to be better about having these regularly. If you think this is something that I should do regularly, um, I want you to put that in the chat right now because I'll be able to go back and look at these if you think that these are a good idea. And I'll start to like adjust my topics, try and do other things that might be helpful, short and sweet. And yeah, so thank you for being really cool about this. This is my very first one. It's different. Uh, I wish you could see what I can see with lights and like having a a powerpoint um yeah look how so i had help getting these powerpoints together uh shout out to lauren and emily and lucas uh lucas is here he made sure that this looked awesome and nice lauren helped me with uh putting the the slides together and emily's the tech guru who's helped me get all this on youtube so i just i'm extremely grateful to them i'd be remiss if I didn't say it. So uh, I'm so thankful for you from me to you. This is a, just a big thank you. I wish I could give you a big hug. I really do. Um, this is the first of many, I hope. So anyway. All right. Thanks guys. Y'all be good. Oh, you thought I was just going to leave this on and not leave. Do you think I was just going to think you're just going to keep watching me? <laughs> All right.
I found the button. All right, bye. Y'all be good.